So we are one week, one week from Apple's WWDC keynote. There are lots of thoughts floating around the internet. There are lots of betas installed on devices. And I've just been trying to collect my thoughts about it because I'm pretty darn excited. What's going on, guys? This is Dexter Johnson, and you're listening to yet another episode of In the Weeds, the podcast meant to educate and empower you, the listener, in this vast world of technology. Let's get into it. So first and foremost, this was Apple's very first WWDC keynote that was 100% virtual. So last year and in years past, we have Apple employees, members of the press that are all super eager, ready and excited for the Worldwide Developers Conference keynote to commence. This year, we were all tuned in on our iPads and our own, our computers, ready to hear quote unquote technology's good news. Now, I will say a lot of people were kind of saying that the pacing of this event was a little fast. And while I agree it was fast, but they just kept hitting you. Boom, 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 boom with hit after hit after hit, all of which I'm very excited for, even though I'm not necessarily using them all. So first, let's talk about iOS. iOS 14 is coming. It's right around the corner. It's going to be here this fall. And can anyone say widgets? Ah, the W word, the W word. But Apple, they're just stealing this from Android. Well, kind of. Well, Apple, they are late to the game. Yeah, but in usual Apple fashion, they're doing it the right way, honestly. So... Of course, you can only pin the widgets to a certain style and a certain place on the grid, which still remains the same. You still have to have the grid on the home screen, which is still known as Springboard, which is iOS's launcher. And it can be a square. It can be a rectangular tile. And of course, these are going to require updates from the developers, but they are here. And can we honestly say that these things look fantastic? Now, of course... Apple's apps are the main ones that have them now because hashtag Apple, but these widgets are really cool. That so and they're all going to be contained in the widget gallery slash the widget library. Now we also have an app library, which is essentially all of your apps in one place. I know once again stolen feature. Ah, not really. So the thing is, is that iOS tries to categorize your apps into folders, and we all know how that goes. Just, you know, whenever you get time, you know, pause this podcast and go to your home screen and just make a folder out of two random apps and see whatever name iOS decides to call it. That's what's happening here. And it's somewhat of a thing. And it just appears at the end of your pages. So here's the thing. You can disable pages. So let's just say you want to have a work page or you want to have a workout page. 
and you can enable and disable those pages whenever the heck you want to. We're going to be getting some new Memojis coming with iOS 14 and of course, digital car key and that's going to be embedded into your phone sort of like when you're using apple pay you'll be able to share your car key with others you can limit certain things so this is good for like teen drivers and drivers that are just starting out of course the very first vehicle that this thing is available on is the bmw 5 series so yeah you have to you have to have a little money here um app clips are coming in ios 14 and this is kind of like android's instant app so this is one of the things that i noted on twitter is that this is absolutely nothing new so it's basically a piece of an app that you can use without necessarily having to download it and this is one of the things that really pisses me off is that there's always a new app but i don't always want to download said new app now moving on iPad OS. The biggest thing to happen here is that pencil support. You're getting it essentially all over the freaking operating system. So not only can you use it in notes, but now essentially every text field you can write and iPad OS 14 will transcribe that into text into that field. Absolutely huge. And then, of course, we have watchOS, which, in my opinion, the biggest takeaway here is in regard to sleep tracking. Now, they're also going to be offering a few new workouts, such as dancing and things of that nature. But the sleep tracking is really the biggest thing. Now, how is this going to perform and how are people going to react to essentially having a thing on their wrist all night long. So right now, I'm curious as to how many of you actually sleep with your Apple Watch. To me, what I do when I get ready to go to bed is that I take my phone and I sit it up on a dresser at the head of my bedroom. And I take my watch and I sit it right next to it on its charger. Personally, I don't want to sleep and an Apple Watch. I've done it before, it's clunky, and it's just not nice. I have an aura ring for that, which is backed by science from the National Institute of Health, NIH, and it just does it a lot simpler, and it gives me a lot of excellent statistics. Now, another thing, which is just a sign of 2020, Watch OS 7 can track hand washing. Now, <laughs> Mac OS, Mac OS is finally turning 11 and it's called Big Sur. So there are lots of improvements here. And one of the very first things that they noted is that we're getting Mac OS on Apple Silicon. So they're not, they're not calling this Apple CPU. It's Apple. Okay. Look, Apple has been making CPUs for their iPhones and their iPads for a number of years now. Essentially what is happening now is that they are going to transition the Mac line. They're going to transition that lineup from Intel to an Apple based chip, whether that is the A57000Z, whatever it is an Apple CPU. I'm not going to call it Apple Silicon because that's what a CPU is fabbed on. Okay. So, we're, we're having that developer kits have been shipped out. Now, 
some of the cool things about Big Sur is that we're seeing more and more of the melding of macOS and iOS coming together. First, with the icons. Now, let me be the first to say, I don't use macOS. I think, I think macOS is an abomination of BSD. And I'm just, the only reason that macOS is okay with me is because it has a terminal that I can code in. There we go. Now, people are a little upset with the icons because they're saying that it looks a little too much like iOS. And to me, I enjoy that unification. I think that it looks absolutely phenomenal. Next, we're going to have ways to essentially natively run iPhone and iPad apps on macOS Big Sur. Huge, huge app library coming there. And it does not seem that the Mac is getting dumber. It is getting really, really, really cool. So guys, that's the basic rundown. I'm going to link a Verge article here so that you can check out a little bit more if you'd like. But overall, the first virtual WWDC in 2020 was a huge hit. I absolutely loved it. It was so many great takeaways. And I hope that you are following me at Dexter underscore Johnson so that you can see all of my live <laughs> tweets and just see what I was feeling about things throughout the day. But guys, one quick note about the podcast is that I have been working on creating a new intro. I hope you guys love it and you should be hearing it in some of these next episodes coming up once we get back on a more regularly scheduled kind of thing. All right, guys, until next time, I'll holler at you.